three, two, one. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Rock Bottom Podcast, everyone. I am Rusty Cherkoff. And I'm Jacob LaFantasy. You're two enigmatic co-hosts who somehow managed to make the check come through, so we're doing another one. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, today's going to be our day late and a dollar short Canada Day special. What about a loony short? Okay, yeah, yeah day late and a loony short. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, okay. Day late and a loony short Canada Day special, which is... Technically, it's two days now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we had audio quality issues, but uh, let's just pretend like it's Tuesday. Yes. Where, where's it's... Doc Brown's DeLorean when you need it? <laughs> uh... Today, we're going to be talking about uh, some classic Canadian bands, some modern ones, maybe just our personal favorites from obscure to not so obscure. Okay, first off, we need to get the Holy Trinity out of the way, which is Rush, The Tragically Hip, and Bare Naked Ladies. Mm. If you haven't heard of these bands, you are not Canadian. Renounce your citizenship right now. Well, I, th- I think all of them except the Tragically Hip are pretty internationally known. Well, the Tragically Hip are kind of internationally known. Like, some people in the States actually really like them. Funny enough, my parents had a friend whose son down in Texas, uh, they introduced him to Bare Naked Ladies. Interesting. And he, and, and he loves them. Oh, my gosh. How long he, have... He a- went to see them live just recently. Oh. How long have uh, Bare Naked Ladies been around? Uh, probably since the uh, early 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. Is when... Actually, Wait. funny story about that. Their name got them banned from Toronto City Hall. <laughs> like, they, they were going to do a show, and it got them banned. Wait, because of their what, name. so, like, people were they like, already... Yeah, they had the tour date. And then the Christian minority piped up, and, like, we don't want a band that has nudity in the name. It's ironic because they're pro- they're probably one of the most family friendly bands I can think of. Well, I know it's great. Like I listened to them from being a kid, and mm. okay, and their latest album actually. I don't know if you know this, but you know how the fake news thing is going yeah, around. I knew that. Well, guess what? Get, get, well, guess what their their album is called? Fake news. Fake nudes. To go with their name, right? Like. <laughs> like, how um, awesome is that? Like, you, you got to appreciate a band that can uh, you got, you, fun at themselves and have a sense of humor while doing it. Like, look at okay, I'm gonna take one of the most, I would say, not hated, but like one of the most, um, very how shall I say this, snobbish bands in terms of the media, the Eagles. <laughs> oh, right. They 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 sue over literally everything. Like, Don Henley is like a legal stickler or something. Anyway, back Anyways, to Canada. Back to Canada. The next, uh, next big name from that uh, trinity would be uh, Rush. Oh, boy. They almost need no introduction. I remember when I first heard these guys. I didn't actually realize they were Canadian. I know. They sound like... There's another story about that, too, eh? When, yeah. they, bro- when they made it big... Their big break was in Cleveland, Ohio on a radio station. And they're, everybody's phoning into the radio station because they heard Working Man and they're like, when's the new Zeppelin album out? Like, they really? sa- because, because they sounded like Zeppelin. 
I, I can see that in the style. I mean, well, I was Daniel Lee and more... Robert Plant, two of the artists that can never be covered, like we said in last week's show. I feel like it has a more like more metal type ZZ Top sound, just to me. Um, that's well, a stretch for me. Um, more, more of their uh, drum songs, I guess. Just, I mean, it's well, just, yeah, it's because of Neil Peart, Neil Peart and Getty Lee. Like, oh God, yeah, it's obviously totally. But those two just going together, dude. Like you listen to some of their songs, and they like throw in just not random only bars. that, but like Leafson on guitar. I mean, dude, <laughs> I think I saw him perform once, and he had one of those double neck guitars going, and it's like, dude, oh yeah, that takes skill. Like I saw oh. him in a music video with a double neck guitar, and I'm like, oh, Canadian boy. man. Yeah. <laughs> it, but uh, it's it, okay. Another. Yeah. Huge Canadian icon that mm. even Americans know. Tom Cochran. Life oh. is a highway, baby. Life is a highway. How, how many times has that been either A, overplayed, or B, covered by Rascal Flats in the movie <laughs> Cars? And they is, made it worse. I think it's just because it was Rascal Flats. Let's go. Yeah, they, they kind of suck. I'm going to be honest. Well, Ras- I mean, Rascal Flats for me, they they have potential, except they're way but down. But they're by way f- too. They're way con- too country. Country, and because like they have a lot of filler lyrics. That's what I call that. Oh yeah, like that. Like they randomly start humming for no reason, and oh, why? <laughs> we'll wrap it up already. We're not getting any younger. Okay. Canadian lyricists, guys that are good at writing oh God, yeah. good lyrics, and none, Dude. to me at least, uh, reflects it more than Leonard Cohen. I'm going to be honest with you, I agree, but, but Neil Peart, again, because he does all the lyrics for Rush, and yeah. like he writes like novels into songs. Have you listened to Anthem? Anthem of the Heart and Anthem of the Mind, A Funeral Dirge for Eyes Gone Blind. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. And for a second, can we talk about 2021? Like, what you is that? Tw- 2112. 2112, that's what it is. Uh, sorry. Oh, dude. But can we talk it's about awesome. <laughs> like, dude, it's an overture. It's like classical music turned into rock. Were there any, like, modern bands that, like, dared go past? Ten minutes eight minutes before. it's like an eight minute thing just the intro uh like the overture is just eight minutes <laughs> i think the whole song is something like 15 minutes long i know it's 20 minutes long i think oh wow okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have t- canadians the people with too much time on their hands yeah <laughs> seriously can you spend 15 minutes straight singing or playing guitar or playing drums you gotta have skill so i uh, love it <laughs> la- last last big name in uh canadian rock would be uh tragically, tragically hip. hip yeah oh yes please Gord- oh, gordon i love those guys gordon man gord downey gord downey the man the machine the legend Another great lyricist, but, like, it's the you know, music that's hitting, too. You know what I mean? Oh, man. So, 
I actually heard a weird story. Somebody did an interview on CBC. I think it was the rest of the band. And they're like, yeah, you know, he used to apparently have conversations with his mic and mic stand. <laughs> what? Because, yeah, seriously. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if this is quite accurate, but, he, but before his last show in the band... Um, in the band's hometown of Kingston, Ontario, which, ironically, I used to live near. Yeah. I mean, I think that was their hometown. I mean, that's where they, used, they all live now. Yeah. They've kind of... Well, moved, except for Gord. Gord, because he's uh, kind of dead. But, <laughs> I mean, before every show, he used to have a conversation with his mic and mic stand. Have you, know, have you seen them perform live? Uh, not live, no. Like, no, but, like, on video or whatever, like, during oh, yeah. a concert. I've, I've seen them perform. Because he's up <laughs> there dancing around, like... He embraces that dude, microphone. That mic is as much a part of him as, as, as his arm. Or, like, it's like, it's like a second voice. It, it's insane. That's not too weird for musicians, actually, you know, I think... No, it's not. I mean... I think when you, when you play with that level of passion for, like, so long, you... Yeah, it does sort of become part of your identity. The like, microphone a totally become, different becomes way. like an old friend. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, there's a song in there. I believe it's Limelight, and that goes back to Rush. Because, <laughs> because uh, they're like, living on a lighted stage approaches the unreal for those who think and feel in touch with sound reality beyond the gilded cage. That's uh, even like uh, in uh, what is it, Spirit of the Radio? Yeah, begin the day with a friendly voice, a companion unobtrusive. Wow, I mean, you got to admit that is some of the greatest lyrics of all time. It it really is like Can it, Canada in general. I think, like you said, at uh, when we were off air or something, you're like, you know. Because we live where it's so cold and we spend six months of the year inside. We just go crazy. We just, we go insane writing lyrics. It's notably the Japan effect. Like, Japan was, like, isolated for 500 years. Yeah. And, like, and, they make some of the weirdest things. Like, they're technologically the most advanced people. You know that. Yeah, but, but back then they weren't. <laughs> no. But for us, like, instead of technology, we just, we like music. I mean, so, like, you get bands like Rush, you get bands like The Hip, you get people like Stomping Tom, who crossed the country walking with a, with a six-string on his back. Uh, uh, and he wrote, he wrote the greatest Canadian song ever. The Hockey Song. The Hockey Song. Other than Bare Naked Ladies, if I had a million dollars. That is the most Canadian song in the history of Canadian songs. Oh. I mean, like, the, the whole, I mean, just, listen, just listening to the lyrics of both of them, it's so Canadian. Like, the, I, the one line that sticks out to me the most is, um, uh, oh, man. There, there's so many play on words. I would buy you some art. A Picasso or a Garfunkel? <laughs> Who comes up with that? <laughs> you know, he does. Like he does. Ed Robertson and Stephen Page. <laughs> oh man! 
Like, there's, there's so many Canadian references in that song, too. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like the ketchup on the macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the KD, right? The we wouldn't dinner. have to eat Kraft Dinner. But we would eat Kraft Dinner. Of course, of course we would. We'd just eat more. Oh. And buy really expensive ketchups with it. <laughs> Dijon ketchup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Funny enough, uh, when... The, when Bare Naked Ladies was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year, I think it was, they literally actually sent them a pallet of Kraft Dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they, and they said on stage, Kraft, it's been 20 years, isn't it time for a sponsorship? <laughs> and I'm just like, yes. plastic. Classic VNL right there. Uh, like, uh, I feel like Canadians are pretty funny too. We gotta, we gotta. We have a sense of humor. Yeah, Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Seth Rogen. All of us are Can- All of them are Canadian. Like, I feel like Hollywood just they they come up north, and they steal all the good people, and then they take them back to California, and put them that, under that's, house arrest. That's true, actually. And until they and put them under house arrest until they make a decent movie. <laughs> well, it, it's this whole thing, and just going back to musicians, it's like uh, royalty rates in Canada are like crap, man. Like they're some oh, of the man. lowest in the world. So, no like, kidding. You have all these Canadian bands that like they can't really get that popular because there's not too much motivation. So they end up moving to like yeah, the California. U.S. and and and, and then everyone forgets that they're Canadian. <laughs> I give so, you. Nickelback. Oh. Uh, the uh, cringe fest that is Nickelback. Oh, and you have to admit, they are Canadian, so... Uh, yeah, but you know what's more embarrassing than that? What? Justin Bieber. Uh, I mean, he's, well, he's just he's, a downright... He's kind, of, he's kind of better lately, like... Justin yeah, but when he was grounded. younger, when he was younger, that kid was embarrassing. I still remember there's jokes at the hockey game... When he got a, there was jokes in this in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Canadian team was playing an American team, and yeah. uh, because Justin had recently got arrested for you know street racing in a oh, Lamborghini or something that. with a chimpanzee, yeah. and he was smoking. And weed. he was high on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, and somebody <laughs> held up a sign that said "Loser gets Bieber." Oh man. <laughs> and I'm just like, amen to that. <laughs> oh, speaking of a. Uh... Of uh, shameful things. Oh boy! I saw, this, I saw this ranking list of Canadian bands. You want to know who was number one? Avril Lavigne. Why? <laughs> why? Just, just uh, why? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, dude, of all the people you could have picked, Avril Lavigne is one of those uh, artists where you don't really remember what she you, wrote. Yeah, you but just you know she's to... saying something. And, and you have to listen to her in an iro- with an ironic context. Oh. Because if you don't, it, it, it's just emba- it's embarrassing for you, and it's embarrassing for us as a nation. I, I, think, I think that's when pop punk started to be frowned on. Yeah. That, I think that's when they as were like, oh, well, we don't want this and, anymore. Yeah, as soon as Avril Lavigne wrote, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. As soon as she uttered those words, pop punk just took a nosedive. 
Like, miserably. Uh, so that's how Blink died. Well, uh, We can blame time. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> uh, the Canadians give and the Canadians take away. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, oh. And then you listen to, like, modern stuff. Like, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, techno music. Nay. But, like, Canada has a lot of techno acts. Like, stuff like the jerry cans from, like, Inuktitut. I mean, it's interesting, but I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. We have a lot of, like, uh, indie, like, synth pop, like... And that brings up another point, right? And Canada, Canada has always been on the cusp of what I find new music is. But we don't lose the past, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. It, it's interesting because, like, stuff like there will always be great lyrics and there will always be great, you know, people who, like, instrumentalists. Then you've got bands like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the, the like, I, I mentioned it uh, a while back, Martha and the Muffins. Mm, it's, it sounds familiar. It's a Toronto band from like the early eighties and they did this song called echo beach. And it, it, it's kind of for those who know, they know, but for everyone else, it's just, okay, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it was more of a Torontonian thing, which is why I feel like Canadians say Toronto is the center of the universe. Yeah. I mean, there's no animosity towards Tor- Toronto in Toronto, but around Toronto, it's like, Everybody looks at you like you're weird. Speaking of uh, around that area, a sort of, well, it's a, it's a band I'm uh, on the fence about, uh, Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah. Who, I think they went from hard rock to... Uh, weirdness. <laughs> weirdness. Yeah, I mean, they did that weird thing, and I mean... Everyone tried to copy them. Well, in in, the, well, in a weird Steven way. Steven Tyler did, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that's worse than uh, Justin Bieber. Uh, actually, no. That's about the same level. Of same love. level. <laughs> okay, but back to the whole... I mean, you're not much into uh, East Coast music, are you? Like, I mean... Oh. Well, you were... No, I'm West. Um, okay, Born so... West, listen to West. Cause, we're, okay. we're, we've got more rock over here. We've yeah, but more, over where I where I grew up, it's all folk. It's and just the 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 more west you go, the edgier the, and more aggressive it gets. Yeah, <laughs> you go to like, let's say Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. There's a band that's or a family band, ironically, that's <laughs> institu- That's pretty much an institution at this point. It's the Rankin family, Irish immigrants, oh. <laughs> and they are awesome. Okay, like you want to talk folk music, there's at least on the East Coast, there's two major institutions. There's Great Big C and then there's the Rankin family. And then you go to like mid like Eastern Ontario. Um, See, that's a lot of where like Rush is from because they're from like Toronto and like B&L's from Toronto and Tragically Hip is from that area too. Let's uh, let me list some uh, some good uh, BC or West Coast, I think bands. Yeah, uh, even in the middle of Canada too. You know, like the Guess Who, they're from Winnipeg. Or like uh, 
Bachman Turner Overdrive. Those yes, BTO taking care of business. Oh, <laughs> uh, I never oh, listened that, to them much, but uh, I do. They're know good. They they're good. They're good. Yeah. Uh, so like West Coast, uh, we're talking Trooper because they're from Ooh. Vancouver, I think. Less rock, but I have to acknowledge this guy, Michael Bublé. I'm okay. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. I feel like he's kind of a modern day Frank Sinatra. No, no, that's. I feel like that's true. I mean, from Canada, and plus he's from Canada, so yeah. You know what? He's a super nice guy. <laughs> well, like you, you know like, I, how I the, hate Amer- the stereotypes, but it's really true. I know. It's just nicer up here. Yeah, like we like. The stereotype that we say sorry too much is so true. Because we do. As a nation, we apologize way too much. <laughs> we apologize when it matters, but we also apologize kind of when, when it, it doesn't. When it doesn't. I mean... There's some people I know and used to know that just all the time, like, sorry. Every sorry. second word is sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. Uh, or I am too. Yeah, so it makes but... it worse. <laughs> just realized it so intently. Yeah, I know. Uh... But like, okay, and and back to um, Western uh, West music. Coast bands. Yeah. Uh, we can't really go any further without mentioning like Chilliwack. Oh. I mean, they're named after a town in BC. So, <laughs> uh... Th- those guys were like huge in the seventies and eighties. I thought, I thought it was a little while after, too. A bit. I mean, I'm not entirely sure on that one. No. But they did, like, songs like... A gun, 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 you been gone so long, you been gone, gone, gone so long. Yeah, oh, like, okay. My Girl, that was awesome. Oh. Uh, Arms of Mary, that's another good one. Yeah. Uh, what was the other... Oh, Loverboy. Loverboy. We, we can't forget Loverboy. Oh. Which, honestly, is the Canadian foreigner. <laughs> like, honestly, the lead singers sound similar enough that the average Joe can get them You confused. could mix them up? <laughs> yeah. So, it's... It, and, like, they're not music nerds like us. I mean... Because yeah. you can... Because we can tell right away. But, you know, the average person might not. Is that it for, like, popular West Bank? Popular Canadian stuff? Um, hmm. I think we've covered everybody. We've covered the Holy Trinity. Oh, Gordon Lightfoot. Oh. Like, back to the folk for a second. Yeah. Uh, they, he's so good at folk music that a local comedy show, The Irrelevant Show that used to be on CBC. They did a, a rip-off of Doctor Who called Doctor the Guess Who. Another, another good band there. Oh, Brian Adams. Oh. We, we can't forget Brian Adams. Our, our lovely, raspy old lady. <laughs> he, he's not a raspy old lady. He's at, well, you, Summer you of 69. Maybe that one, yeah. Like, I mean, Summer of 69, his modern stuff, meh. But, like, in the 80s and 90s, dude, oh, no one could touch I him. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Another one speaking on that note, uh, Neil Young. Oh. Yes! Neil Young did Rocking in the Free World. He did Heart of Gold. He did Harvest Moon. Mm. Ironically named after a Nintendo game. Ironically. I'm sorry, I had, to, I, I had to make that joke. I've actually been playing that recently. It's not that wow, bad. okay. But, um, yeah. Then there's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah, they're 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 um, really folksy, aren't they? They're kind of folk rock protest song y. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, the greatest road trip song of all time is actually written by Canadians. Oh, I Born to what be is wild. It? Born to be wild. Oh, that's Canadian. Yeah, it makes it so Stephen much Wolf better. Is Canadian. Oh, Steppenwolf is Canadian. You hear all these like. Like, just for me, uh, you know, I grew up with a lot of, like, these bands, or, like, artists, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this or is like, so great. And then you hear they're Canadian, and it's like, ah, yes. Yes. We, we got them. <laughs> yeah, like, or, or better yet. Okay, but back to really obscure, less popular stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Billy Talent on this one. Hmm. Yeah. Most underrated Great. Canadian artist ever. <laughs> for, for his genre, once again. For his genre, yes. But he does it so perfectly, though. You know what I mean? Like, he has that... And spe- yeah. Yeah. That's And, like, speaking of carrying a lot of weight, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> yes. I challenge any kid nowadays to, like... People are going to be, like, within the next ten years, and probably already are... Who the heck is Joni Mitchell? Ugh. And then you and I are just going to be like sitting there shaking our heads. Oh, I, I remember when I was younger, I played River on repeat. Dude, Free Man in Paris. Uh, she did um, pay, uh, um, Big Yellow Taxi. That's her most oh, recognized yeah. hit. Um, and one of the most covered Canadian songs of all time. I think it's been covered like three times. No, it, it's been more. Okay. Um, no, no. I think I think Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen is probably. Yeah, that probably that's the that. most covered Canadian song of all time. You know the movie? I don't know if you remember this movie, but Chicken Little, oh. from like the two thousands. Oh, the sky is falling. Yeah, I remember that. one. Yeah, exactly. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Guess who wrote the theme song for that movie? Bare Naked Ladies. One little slip, they wrote it and sang it. And need I say more about the Big Bang Theory theme? They did that, that too. <laughs> they did a lot of themes. Yeah, they did yeah. a lot of te- like. Well, I mean, it's not like Hootie and the Blowfish who did the theme for uh, Friends. I think it was. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love I love it when bands do TV themes. Especially when you've been like listening to them for so long, and you're just like, and it's like what? I was here before they were cool. Uh, <laughs> now, now you're just a hipster. You're exactly. Hipster shining through. Uh, which, which I kind of am, so I'm not going to complain. Uh, I embrace my hipsterness, uh, on, but yeah. On that, on that little note, where just something of a, I, I think it's a niche nowadays, punk rock. Or pop punk. Yeah. Not Avril Levine. Point. Don't worry, I won't mention her again. 
But two yeah, big, I know. Uh, uh, Canada names in that scene, uh, Sum 41 and uh, Simple Plan. The, oh. You just, you just, Sum 41, really. Some. You just mentioned the entire band that dated Avril Lavigne. <laughs> really, dude. Hey. Hey, at least they, uh, they kept the theme. <laughs> yeah. Or was it, was it just the lead singer or did she, uh... No, it was everyone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just checking. Ooh. You know, you, you know who, you know who she's with now, apparently, eh? Chad Kroger from Nickelback. <laughs> you both suck so bad. <laughs> both. <laughs> the... The, the mantra for Nickelback's music is sex, love, rage, repeat. Sex, love, rage, repeat. Yeah, Nickelback's right? one of those bands where uh, someone's listened to them, but no one's admitting to it. Yeah. Everyone's listened to them, but nobody likes it. it, it it's kind of like, t- <coughs> like the TV show uh, from the 90s, Degrassi. Okay? Uh... Most people won't admit that they actually watched it. And the three spin-offs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Nickelback is the Degrassi of music. But back uh, to a, a simple plan for a sec, I think. Uh, simple plan of, is another punk, punk rock, right? Well, pop punk. Like, they've, they've kind of changed their style over the years. Like, they, and it's started, great off, because... they started off really, like, emo, like, at the turn of the century and, like, in the 90s. And then they kind and of now like they're just hipster. <laughs> well, they, they kind of went to like pop, like with get your heart on and stuff like that. And then they put out like a yeah, yeah, like a more rock album in 2016. Like That's been angry an album, right? Like an angry you know? album. Yeah. Like like, like Which... I remember because um, uh, I I'd listened to Simple Plan, but my mom actually didn't let me listen to one of their songs just because it was so aggressive. It's like I'm angry, right? Like. Ugh. The song is literally called God Must Hate Me. Wow. And he's like, I stole my when da- can it, the, I- the, the first line is, I stole my dad's car and it crashed. God must hate me. Huh. Okay. Oh so that reminds me, have you heard Stephen Page's new album? Uh, you know me. I don't like to touch new stuff. Well, Stephen Page, after he left Bare Naked Ladies, he, he's starting to release solo albums now. And Good or bad? One, and hit and miss. One of the songs is um, "What I Got from You," which is basically a rage against his, a, a rage against some some guy's foster dad, or like one of the lines is actually when it, when your own mother thinks you're mad, it's time to go out and find your real dad. Oh my god. The avian flu, I swear that it's true. It's what I got from you. Wow. Wait and keep a... in mind, this guy is like in his late 40s. Really? Got any uh, other, I don't know, famous Canadian acts to cover? Just rocking up here. Like, just in general? In general. Honorable um, mentions, I guess. You want honorable mentions, I'm going to probably go with... I would, I would call them honorable because it's the Arrogant Worms. They're a complete comedic band. That's literally all they do is comedy. And good on them because there's not a lot of comedy acts. 
that do music. Honorable mentions, another one is Serena Ryder. Oh, yeah. Like, like Stompa and like, I don't think uh, she's quite hit the legendary status yet. She's, she's getting there. And as for local artists, it's not an honorable mention because I think she's going places. Cassidy Zahar. Cassidy and the Sundance, which honestly has an old Westy vibe about it, and I kind of like it. She's actually my best friend, so shameless plug. I'm actually going to see her show tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Yay. Uh, um, just for me, just some more names, at least. Uh, we got, uh, what is it? Bruce Coburn? Bruce Coburn, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he can write, he just can't <laughs> sing. Kind of like Randy Bachman. Yeah. But uh, yeah, two more rock ones. Crash test dummies. That was a uh, another okay. folksy I didn't know those guys type. were Canadian. Yeah, they were actually. They're from uh, Winnipeg. Ah, the middle of the country, Portage in yeah. Maine, fifty below. They, there's <laughs> some weird stuff. <laughs> and then uh, I think I mentioned this last time. Uh, Finger Eleven. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. The, the lighter okay. grunge. The lighter Canadian the- grunge. The other one that I think is worth mentioning as an honorable mention is Burton Cummings. Freddie Mercury's Canadian cousin. Seriously. That guy is awesome. You've heard him on piano. I mean, like, I know he was part of the Guess Who, but songs like, And if you're really worried about what I'm doing in your backyard. backyard, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like, he's got a real old-timey bluesy vibe. Yeah, without the... Uh, intense compression without the uh, irony <laughs> without the irony it's it, it's it's really cool other any any other acts you want to mention well most like i kind of want to shy away from pop on this show so yeah because are, when we do pop we embarrass ourselves <laughs> when we do pop we just make uh am i right jokes. bad jokes like when we do pop they're like dad jokes like, they're horrible, but some of them are actually pretty good. Well, no, they're just catchy. Yeah. Oh, L- like, leave the pop to the Brits, honestly. Uh, dude. <laughs> I you think got that's it. To say? That's it? Uh, well, I was going to say, I was going to bring up the whole, okay, well, seeing as we're a day late and a dollar short, go get yourself some Timmy's and uh, happy belated Canada Day, I guess. Yep, happy Canada Day, and uh, we'll see you all on the next episode of Rock Bottom. Rock Bottom!